Today, we have Rishi Mera, the Director of Operations and Strategy at Trimble Maps, joining us. Hello, Rishi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Mary. Very happy to be with you on this. So over the past couple of years, what supply chain challenges have shippers, uh, carriers, third-party logistics companies, freight brokers, et cetera, what have they been facing that have come to surface in the past few years? Um, obviously, COVID has highlighted a lot of them, but what have you seen as kind of like a commonality between everyone? I think the biggest challenge that we face and more so highlighted, as you said, in the last year through COVID year and a half now, is all the stakeholders operating in their own silos. And with that, I mean, it prevents the shippers, the carriers from, and the intermediaries shouldn't neglect them from sharing information with each other, right? If you're not getting access to the right information at the right time, that is leading to a lot of inefficiencies and poor decision-making. So the biggest, if you were to summarize it almost in one sentence, it would be, we are not connected enough and that is causing the supply chain to feel the strains around it. And I'm not going to talk about the supply constraints from what we're facing due to COVID, but in general. Okay. I mean, COVID is the, the, the supply chain issues we've seen over the last year has definitely exacerbated that communication and um, connectivity issue that you had mentioned. Um, but that seems to be like a whole other beast um, that has highlighted a lot of inefficiencies in the supply chain. <laughs> um, so then... You mentioned that everyone is siloed in their own connections. Um, nobody's really communicating with each other. Um, and there's not a lot of like cohesive connectivity. So what are some of the solutions that you have that you problem? Not that's not the right word. What are some of the solutions that you uh, are proposing or you have that could help solve this connectivity issue? Yeah, so if we, before we get into the actual solutions, I think you can dwell a bit more into what effects this disconnected information flow is creating, right? It goes all the way across all three spectrums. So the suboptimal planning, it is impacting the procurement and execution processes. So you read stories about driver shortages, you read stories about carriers having the upper hand and negotiating the rates because they have, um, they are running the miles, they have shortage of drivers, they're shortage of in general carriers. But if you look at the studies that are done, if the drivers are able to increase their on-road driving time, and this could be due to several factors, if the utilization is increased, that would account for a lot of the driver shortages that you're facing. You don't need a new number of drivers in there. Similarly, the carriers, because they are not planning out stuff correctly, they're running empty miles, right? So if we are able to eliminate those empty miles that the carriers are running, that would also help solve their inefficiency. Now, if you take it to the other end, the shippers having the right information as they're building out the plans for these moves and communicating that to the carriers, that will help them operate more efficiently. That will enable the shippers. We want some, we want an environment where the shippers and carriers are able to collaborate with one another. So what you really need when you get to the solution standpoint is an industry cloud platform, which can connect all these different stakeholders so that they're able to share information about the movement of the freight and obviously it has to be done on an opt-in basis. It has to be, you have to establish the trust connection out there. I'm willing to share my information for a specific load with a shipper A and a shipper B only while we are carrying their loads. But it will help improve decision-making. It will help in the utilization process as well as from providing more freight for the carriers to be able to deliver, right? The use of this technology will play a big role in closing the time 
and the information gap so that we can continuously evolve and make the whole overall supply chain much more efficient. Okay. Um, I think you touched on um, a lot of empty miles. So something that um, I know Convoy started um, is a no empty miles program. Um, a lot of other people since, um, you know, sustainability and reducing your carbon footprint and everything like that is becoming such a, a common thing that everybody is focusing on. And um, some shippers have committed to reducing their carbon footprint by 30% and others are just looking to be more sustainable overall or have like a net carbon or a net zero carbon uh, outprint or footprint um what do you think that um do you think that you said trimble maps has one of the solutions to kind of helping people reduce their carbon footprint and um kind of really cut down on those no empty miles um because i mean personally i'm team save the planet but i know that everyone i know that that's much easier said than done <laughs> Uh, definitely, from a carbon footprint perspective, not only Trimble Maps, but Trimble overall has a big play towards uh, sustainability and reducing the overall carbon footprint. If you go back all the way to our flagship product, PC Miler, that always has the greenhouse gas emission calculation, which you can use for any trip that is being run, for running a route from point A to point B. It gives you not only the mileage, but it also gives you the greenhouse emissions. And you can apply a cost factor to it to help you understand what your carbon footprint is. But that's only one side of the story, right? You get to the next stage, which says, okay, I know what my current carbon footprint is. How do I reduce that? It could be by providing the drivers, providing the carriers with the most efficient route. And the most efficient could be a fuel efficient route, but also reducing the time. The amount of time spent idling in traffic jams is huge. So when the drivers are using our navigation solution, they are provided the most safe, truck safe, commercial vehicle safe, legal route, taking into consideration the traffic jams, the backups that are there, not only the live ones, but also the predictive pieces of information. So we can get them to their destination in a timely manner. And as we know, a truck operating at a constant speed, 55, 60 miles per hour, the carbon footprint is much less as compared to sitting idling stuck in Chicago traffic on I-90 out there. So you mentioned that visibility and um, connectivity and collaboration and trust with shippers and carriers is crucial. So how do you um, help manage their trip management and how do you help create and facilitate that visibility that each so desperately need, but might not necessarily 100% trust each other with? Yeah, so there, there are multiple pieces. And I heard you talk about trip management. That's one of our products that we built out, which provides both parties, both entities, shippers and carriers, the insights into how the freight is moving. What are the exceptions towards it? There are several aspects in trip management where there are tools for the carriers, tools for the shippers from a notification perspective, but also it factors in all the pieces that we spoke about from a traffic perspective. And something that we did not touch on is the regulations that the driver has to follow in terms of the breaks that they need to take, right? So this becomes a pretty big thing. If you think about it, a freight needs to be moved from point A to point B. The shipper has contracted it with the carrier. They may or may not be getting the actual carrier information today. The carrier might be sending text messages, EDI messages out, whereas through the trip management service, incorporation of the GPS pings from the carriers comes in directly into the service. The service computes the ETA. It factors in traffic, whether to raise any alerts, whether it is an on-time arrival, whether it could be a delayed arrival in there. 
and is able to notify multiple parties around it. But it does not stop out there just only by factoring in the ETA using traffic and weather services. It also factors in the driver's hours of service. So in the cases where the carrier, again, in the trust scenario, what we spoke about earlier through the platform, if they're able to send in the driver's hours of service information, knowing it's only to be used for this specific load that is being moved, we are able to compute when the driver is going to be taking the break. Once that break computation occurs, you get a much more realistic arrival time. And that realistic arrival time helps the shipper know how to prepare their facility for accepting the load. And we can get into a whole new discussion around what's happening once you're at a warehouse and how much time you're having to spend. But trip management platform is able to compute precise arrivals, is able to trigger notifications based on arrival rather than it having to go from a driver communication piece to the carrier's back office and from there to the shipper. We can eliminate all of that to the use of single common platform in here. And if you extend it further, what I was talking about from having much more precise ETA or arrival information, you could get into integrating that piece of information into the shipper's back office where they can control the operations at the warehouse, at the facility to know which dock should be available at what point so that freight can be moved in and out of that location in a much efficient manner. So what's an example of something you mentioned that through the trip management um, software and platform that um, if a driver is delayed because of traffic or weather or anything like that, what's a what's an example of something that happens like, oh, my driver got delayed because of a snowstorm in North Dakota. So now he's going to be two hours late to his appointment. Um, so what's something like that, that what's an example of something like that, that would kind of notify the um the warehouse that like my driver is going to be late um will they automatically know about it um like what does that kind of what's an example of that looks like yeah so what uh, we can base it an example on we work with a pretty large e-commerce solution provider where they have the carrier interfaces to get the gps positions coming into them and they needed to know precise arrival details when would their shipments be at their own warehouses so what happened in the pre-trip management world or pre-use of our platform or solutions, the driver would notify the CSR in the back office for the carrier saying, I'm hitting traffic, or they would be using some of the ETA logic to compute their own ETAs, not knowing when the driver is taking a break. And the CSR would then decide, am I still within the window, make a phone call or place a message out to the shipper to let them know what the delay is. But with this platform, what this e-commerce retailer was able to do was take the information with the availability of dynamic computation of the arrival information. They were able to find out if there's any delays, whether it's based on traffic or on weather, use that to facilitate the operations at their warehouse so that the incoming loads from the truckload service could be distributed out for the final mile delivery pieces as well. So it definitely helped improve their management of the warehouse location. It also helped them get better insights into where their freight is at any given point of time, get alerted automatically by subscribing to the services rather than having to rely on emails or EDI messages, which were all a manual process, which was triggering it. So the overall freight movement improved in and out of those facilities where they were able to integrate the data flowing into the platform. Okay, so it kind of takes a lot of the manual, um, send an email, update the system, and takes a lot of that manual out and makes it more streamlined, which I'm always for less emails. Um, Back in the freight brokerage days, the amount of emails, it was 
nothing. I I did appointments and I would probably have 300 emails, not exaggerating before lunch of just changing appointment times. So I'm all for an automated process for that. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you think about that, right? The amount of time that is being spent on email processing, not even, and it's the same scenario today. So it is going to, it's the same situation that we're trying to solve. We're trying to address that problem on appointment scheduling. And there are other pieces of, one thing we got to realize is Trimble and Trimble Maps is not the one place which is going to have all the pieces by itself, right? This is where the key partnerships and integrations come in. Trimble Maps has its integrations with TMSs. It had both on the carrier side, on the shipper side. We're able to use that information and provide that. If we have the right integrations from the carrier willing to share their mobility, their telematics piece of information, that makes the system even more powerful. And if you take that piece of information, there are companies that are offering doc scheduling solutions, right? And you can really schedule appointments at those docks rather than giving a one-hour window where my driver's reaching, waiting at the facility, trying a full circle back to the time spent wasted, whether it's the truck running outside the facility or wasted hours non-driving. You can tie all of that and get into better doc scheduling as well, right? Dynamic scheduling, dynamic appointment windows. But if I'm running late, and I knew my window was from 10 a.m. to 11, I could have it rescheduled based on availability to 11 to 12. And someone who's on an earlier time slot, it could be taken in at an earlier thing. We don't need, we don't need the warehouse locations to charge drivers or charge carriers to say, you're early, we're going to ding you so much percentage of your fees or you're late. But build a system where both are working collaboratively using this information and saying, I'm going to service you as soon as you get here eliminate the manual pieces out of it. Yeah, I am all for that. Save a lot of time, save a lot of headaches, make more use of the employees that you have instead of just having someone sit there and copy and paste appointment times all day. Um, so speaking of having employees sit there and copy and paste appointment times, what has been the most successful integration that you guys have had? Um, what kind of feedback did you have from it? Um, what was the work carriers and shippers alike both thrilled? Um, tell me more about that. Uh, definitely. So I, I briefly mentioned about the e-commerce uh, provider that we worked with on our trip management platform. The feedback on that was huge. Uh, it was a six-month project that we undertook. They had one in-house system, which they were looking to replace because it did not have the precise location data. So trip management platform, what it does is it takes our ETA engine, it takes our weather information, it takes our location, rich location content where we have precise polynomial geofences at each facility. So it combines all of that data, aggregated the carrier feed, which were the dedicated carriers for this e-commerce retailer right now. It took that information in and was able to trigger in the right arrival information, which fed into the systems for the warehouse and the staff was able to know where the trigger occurred and they knew when the dock had to be ready. So the amount of time that was spent, the delay between the truck making it inside the gate to getting to a dock improved significantly. There was much less delay. Obviously the carrier's happy, they can do the faster turnaround time. The warehouse location operator saw an improved efficiency utilization out there. So that has been one successful story. And another instance of trip management is, as you see more and more carriers get into the, having insights into their fleets, into their own operations and working, having their own logistics on as well. They have started adopting it to get better 
insights, not only what does my driver's day look like, right? Because if I'm able to improve the efficiency of the driver, that is a huge win. Driver utilization, the overall asset utilization. So you have another large carrier dedicated to building their next generation solution on top of trip management, but in the cycle through them and the early returns have been very positive on what they've been able to accomplish with it. That sounds like astronomically helpful because if you know what your driver is going to look like, you probably their day is going to look like, you know, when they're going to take their break, um, how far away from the shipper they are. And then if they're, if you're getting those real time updates, you can then turn around and get them to their next location faster. And like you mentioned, cut down on those empty miles. Like it sounds like a bang up solution. Tens out of tens. Yeah, you can you can combine things. Something that we didn't mention about is, and you're, it's an interesting idea that you brought up, is the driver tools, right? So we have a driver trip planning solution as well, which you're seeing more of the fleets adopting it, where drivers are able to plan their trip out, which shows them how much utilization they're doing out of their clocks, right? If you're eligible for driving 11 hours a day, but you're only doing eight or nine hours in a day, that is, you're spending less time on the road. And obviously, the drivers are getting paid by the miles that they're driving. So less time on the road, less miles driven. So if you're able to improve efficiency, our solutions, we have solutions for that. And all of that ties back into the platform, providing that visibility. So it comes back to integrating different pieces of information through the platform to improve the efficiencies out here. Yeah, I think that that's definitely, um, I think that this is going to be something that's coming up for definitely the next couple months, especially with how crazy everything is. It seems like integration and moving forward and making sure everyone's communicating and on the same page um, is going to be the number one thing for a successful supply chain because there's a finite number of drivers. And yes, there are drivers entering the market, but with um, truck with truck prices being so expensive and the inability to get truck, new trucks or used trucks or even truck replacement parts, I think that maximizing what we have is going to be the number one key. I couldn't agree more. And that's, that's our mission out here. That's the vision that Trimble is working towards is providing the platform to be able to help improve efficiency at carriers and also platforms for which shippers and carriers could interact with each other uh, and improve overall efficiency for freight movement across everything. Yeah, I think I'm really excited to see what um, the future looks like with Trimble Maps, honestly, I think, or in Trimble in general. Um, but I think we're almost out of time. So thank you so much for joining us today. It was absolutely fantastic talking to you. Um, and I'm really, you know, excited to see what kind of connectivity and problem solving you guys have in the future. Stay tuned. There are the things coming out and always happy and always a pleasure to spend time with you, Mary, discussing these topics.